Hello and welcome to What's the Story Ghost. I'm your host Annette. And I'm Stephen. And today we are on episode 68. There doesn't need to be a joke. It can just be... There's no jokes. You've edited all the jokes out. <laughs> um, this week I am injured, so I have had absolutely no time and no, no real oomph to write a story. So I'm going to not plagiarise myself. Um, I was looking on Google for a couple of, you know, just typical scary stories and I found the Country Living website. Uh, the author is Ashley Mead, so please don't be mad at me. I just thought these were really, really cool stories. Crack on. Yeah. Sloss Furnaces, Birmingham, Alabama. Five years after the Civil War, Birmingham, Alabama was founded. With its birth in 1871 came the need for tons of pig iron to fix the US's crumbling infrastructure. So Colonel James Withers Sloss began to build Sloss Furnaces. A year later, the company opened its doors to hundreds of employees according to its official website. Jobs on blast furnaces were advanced but also dangerous and many workers started falling to their deaths in the furnaces. By the early 1900s, conditions had worsened with a cruel foreman, James Slag Wormwood, who took dangerous risks to increase production, according to Reader's Digest. During his tenure at Sloss, nearly 50 employees died on site, and many others were involved in terrible accidents. Allegedly, his workers threw him into a furnace in retaliation in 1906. Today, you can still walk the grounds of Sloss Furnaces, if you dare. You may even hear Slag's voice yelling, get back to work, and witness other paranormal experiences. The Crying Lady in the Dakota, New York. Since its opening in 1884, the Dakota apartment building has been home to many rich and famous residents of New York City. Among them were John Lennon and Yoko Ono, who moved in in 1973. John was also assassinated outside the building in 1980, Before that fateful day on December 8th, though, John said he saw a crying lady ghost walking the halls, and afterward, Yoko, who still resides there, claims she saw John's ghost sitting at his piano, and that he said to her, Don't be afraid, I'm still with you. The Ghost of the Crescent Hotel, Eureka Springs, Arkansas Spend the night in the haunted Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, which opened in 1886. During construction, a worker named Michael was killed and his ghost reportedly still haunts room 218. The hotel came under the new ownership of known medical fraud Norman Baker in 1937, who fancied himself a doctor. He turned the hotel into the Barker Cancer Hospital, claiming to have the cure for the disease. He did not, obviously. Patients who died under his care were buried right in the hotel's basement, which served as a makeshift morgue. He was arrested in 1940, but his patient spirits are said to still remain. Because the hotel is still open, guests often say they see apparitions and hear voices during their stays. Huggin' Molly, Abbeville, Alabama It's best to stay home when the sun sets in Abbeville, Alabama, if you want to avoid Huggin' Molly's chilly embrace. As the legend goes, beginning in the early 1900s, An oversized figure, clad in all black, began roaming the streets at night, looking for unsuspecting victims. 
Once she fixates on someone, she hugs the person and screams loudly into their ears. Many people have recounted stories of being chased by what they believed was Hug and Molly. Local parents have even taken advantage of the story to keep their children in line. The town embraces its nighttime warden, proudly calling itself the home of Hug and Molly. The Sorensi House Ghost, Sorensi, Georgia. The Sorensi clan began experiencing paranormal activities in present-day Sorensi, Georgia, in the 1870s. Family members reported witnessing objects soaring across rooms, hearing laughter and crying, and seeing red eyes staring into the house. Food was thrown from their plates and utensils twisted into unusable shapes. The townspeople speculated that these occurrences were cries for help from spirits who thought the family would be able to save them. On the day the family decided to finally leave the house, a fire iron allegedly floated up and started hitting one of the sons on the head. No one was ever brave enough to live in the house again, and the building went up in flames in 1925. The Ghost of Bellamy Bridge, Mariana, Florida For a taste of true, haunting love, travel over the spooky bridge in Mariana, Florida which has several ghost legends surrounding the structure. In the 1830s, Elizabeth Jane Croom Bellamy married local politician Dr. Samuel C. Bellamy. On their wedding night, her dress accidentally caught on fire, which covered the young bride in horrible burns. She initially survived, but eventually passed away. Elizabeth was buried along the banks of the Chipola River, and it was said that her love for her husband was so strong she couldn't rest. The deceased newlywed dressed in white can allegedly be seen wandering the banks from the vantage point of the bridge, which was built after she died. It's said that she appears on fire either walking through the swamp or diving straight into the river as if to douse the flames, or somberly walking along the side of the river. The Ghost of Deer Island, Biloxi, Mississippi Back on May 20th, 1922, Anthony Ruggison, aka Mr. Tony, relayed this tale in a column in the Sun-Herald. He writes that in the early 1800s, two fishermen spent the night on Deer Island off Biloxi's coast. They heard noises that they ignored until it became impossible to do so. When they went to see what was causing the ruckus, they claimed they found a headless skeleton that ran after the pair. They immediately made a beeline for their boat and got off the island immediately. It said that the bony frame belongs to a pirate who had his head chopped off by his captain and his body was left behind as a ghastly guard to watch over buried treasure. Zombie Road, Wildwood, Missouri Outside of St. Louis lies Zombie Road, a hotbed of ghostly activities. There are many scary stories stemming from Lawler Ford Road, its actual name, from sightings of indigenous spirits wandering the stretch, to victims of train accidents. There used to be an active track there, like Della Hamilton McCulloch, who was struck by a passing train. In the 1950s, it became a popular late-night teen hangout spot, with various murders happening in the area too. It's also been rumoured to be the home base of a murderer named Zombie who escaped a mental asylum. These days, the stretch has been rechristened as a nature trail, but it's closed once night falls, with hefty fines for those who dare to trespass. 
Dead Woman's Crossing, Weatherford, Oklahoma. This one's a regular murder mystery turned ghost story according to Atlas Obscura. In the early 1900s in Weatherford, Oklahoma, Katie DeWitt James left her home with her baby after she filed for divorce from her husband. She planned to move in with her cousin, but her family never heard from her. After an investigation, it turned out that she moved in with a local prostitute, Franny Norton. She was last seen leaving the house with Franny and her child in a carriage. Franny returned with the child, who was covered in blood but without Katie. Her body was found later, along a nearby creek with her head cut off. It was rumoured that her ex-husband had her killed with Franny's help. Franny claimed she wasn't involved in Katie's death, but on the day she was supposed to be questioned by the police, she poisoned herself. Katie's still around though. She allegedly appears as a blue light floating around town, and people have reported hearing a woman looking for her baby and the rolling sounds of wheels. What do you think of those stories? That was really good. Some really cool stories. They're really good. Kudos to the writer. Yeah. Um, well, I was uh, obviously I went and Google and looking for um, some ghost stories, and I didn't realize it was Rhinum Hall. That episode that we covered was Rhinum Hall, and I think it was. I could be wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, it was the Country Living magazine way back when um, that went and did the piece on. I think they were actually just doing a piece on the the building itself, like country living. It wasn't anything paranormal. It was just that they managed to catch the picture. They stumbled upon a, a great story. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, some of the stories in there that I there were eleven altogether. I'll put the link in the description. But there was one, two, two that we'd already covered before the Bell Witch and. Mm. Uh, Myrtle Plantation yeah. Myrtle's Plantation was actually a recommendation from one of our listeners and Bellwitch I think actually that was a recommendation as well so the two that we did cover I love when, when I'm looking through something and I'm like scariest blah or haunted places in Europe and then I pass by loads of places that we've already covered the episodes for so I was like okay at least I know we're yeah. covering places that are good um, but did you notice any similarities between yes. those stories and other stories that we've covered the Blaney Blaney Bridge yeah um, which is the lady in white that got married that oh. she haunted oh yeah do you yeah. remember this the story I got from the yes. old yes um, it was the white lady yes from Larchill yes and I think basically the rule is if you die while you're getting married or in your wedding dress yeah could be morning of or in the in the vicinity t- yeah. time was you're going to haunt people yeah usually the story is if it's a white lady or a lady in white it's usually assumed that they were post-wedding or pre-wedding mm. or somewhere along that so um but then again honeymoons back in the day used to last for like weeks um i I've noticed, um, i actually spoken to a friend of mine who lives in Florida and she said that where she lives, there's there's a lot of, Florida's very haunted. Now, I'm not picking on Florida, but Florida for some weird reason is very haunted. And she was telling, we were having a chat about La Llorona. Um, and one of those stories that I read there reminded me a little bit of that because, you know, parents telling their t- their kids about you know the boogeyman or whatever version in their town to try and make sure that they're not out past you know although when we were growing up it was like get in when the lights come on and well I don't know what happened if you didn't come in when the lights came on because we never tempted that fate <laughs> um, there was a bunch of stories in there so I don't know if you picked up on any characters or any the particular stories that you liked the only other comment I have is 
Alabama, is it Alabama? Hogamali. Mm. Uh, Kathy Bates. Oh, yes. Kathy Bates for the win. Yes, most definitely. If Kathy Bates was to portray that character chasing me in a big old style dress, hugging me and screaming at me. I'd probably die. Yeah, I see. For excitement. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'd be like, I'd be kind of like, oh my God, come here, come here. And she'd be all like, no, you're supposed to pretend like you're afraid of me. And you'd be like, oh no, don't eat me. Kathy had to be like, did you even read the script, Mr. <laughs> Stephen? Um, I didn't fall down a rabbit hole. I, I, I had a very awkward Tuesday. I went out for a walk and sprained my ankle because I tried to turn a corner like a 25 and not a 35 year old. And it was so bad Stephen had to come and get me in boys. And then when we got home we realised we had a puncture in the the buggy. So it's been a it's been a week mm. of silly 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 life things. Mm-hmm. Um so I am sorry I cheated this week and I, I uh I didn't come up with anything authentic. But um definitely really appreciate being able to have what did we read out there? eight or nine stories nine nine stories two minus eleven yeah so if anyone actually if anyone hears any of those stories and maybe wants me to cover them in more in depth because they were quite short i mean i read the bell witch synopsis and pick your favorite story and tell us what it is (laughs) but i read the bell witch synopsis and i was like oh my god i covered that and it took like 25 minutes Mm. to read it so i'm sure there's probably something that i can expand on um but that's that's it have you any other questions for me no that's me we finished up there so say your words so thank you so much for listening to today's episode I will include a link in the description for the Country Life website there that I used for these stories if you have any personal stories that you would like to share our email is whatsthestoryghost at gmail.com and if you have any comments or you would like to DM us just to say hello our Instagram is whatsthestoryghost and those are all my words exit jingle exit jingle Bye. I was I was stalling before you were, and I was like, uh, Do you panic when I say it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs>